We are back. It is the Dirty Sheets, the show everybody tunes in on a Friday for We Are the Friday Spectacular. I'm Cav Manning. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. You can find all of my nonsense at Lingus Mafia, Twitter, TikTok, Patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. I'm along with your number one source for all of your wrestling news and for all of your betting tips. That is Mr. Billy Body. What is happening, Billy Boy? Well... We are on the road to WrestleMania. I don't know. I, I don't know, like, if it's harsh on this WrestleMania to say it doesn't feel like it. Because I, if we think back to years and years of WrestleManias, I know we've been saying it for years. So it's no different. It's not like it's just this year is the worst. I think that's sometimes what can happen when you're in that because your expectations are raised every time, you know, December, January time. Your expectations are raised. Oh, okay, we're hitting mania season. The NFL's coming to an end. Or Rumble's coming up. And then you get hyped. And then you let yourself down. But we've been saying it for years. I'm sure we could pull clips where we're saying, doesn't feel like mania. It doesn't feel like mania. Um, so, yeah, I just it's just the same as it was over the last few years. Yeah, I'll I'll still get excited, like, of, you know, week of. You kind of be like, oh, good, mania's here. You, you always hope for the best because it's like, oh, good. You know, and it's an event. And it's an event. You know, that's what gets to you. Um, going through our show, we have uh, multiple topics for everybody to listen to and hear our opinions of. And the first one I'm going to ask Billy about is something that Billy tweeted from earlier this week. And it was kind of, and I said, did somebody hack Billy's uh, Twitter? What's going on here? Uh, I, I was going to call the, uh, one of the Bobbies over there in England to uh, come figure out what was going on. Uh, and it was practically an apology about AEW. Now, let me in on this before I uh, give you an opinion, because you sent this to me. I didn't know what the hell was going on, and uh, I figured we'd talk about this on the show. So would you like to talk about that? I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but I'll talk about it. I'll talk about what I can say, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. The floor is yours. What are you talking about? The what the apology? Like, oh, so that so are you talking? Are you talking about the tweet that essentially, um, like, was in was in Notepad? What yes. statement kind of thing? Yes, right? you wrote. You right. said this is too big to actually like tweet with the amount of characters. Right. So you did a Notepad tweet that people have seen this week. That's at uh, K100 Informer. If people need to go back to look. All right. All right. All right, let, let me read it because for context, people might not know what we're talking about. Um, so I, I I put out just one. Of clear up a story narrative that's been put out there and has perpetu has been perpetuated by me um so to, I'll, I'll even define what that means you know in a minute um some people are stupid there are zero facts behind any aw coke parties and sex parties most wrestling journalists like to celebrate when they are right but never hold their l's i won't do that I made several jokes about a story that, while broken by someone else, Brad Shepard, um, I gave it more air more air by talking about it as if it were factual. After recently attending AW, I have since gained far more reputable sources relating to that company, and I am of the belief I was echoing a BS story. I'll own my L's the very same way I'll tell about stories that correctly come to fruition. I also apologize to those involved who my comments, tweets upset. Now I have the capacity to do so. I'm a firm believer that the cloud of wokeness is hindering all entertainment entities, including wrestling and wrestling product. I've watched and supported for 33 years. My aim is to be as controversial and edgy as possible to counter the abundance of oversensitivity we are subjected to. However, you lose integrity when you begin to joke about hearsay and private matters to increase your engagement and listenership, which I believe I did. And this won't happen again moving forward, unless it's about Derek. Um, it's completely achievable to cover wrestling fairly, honestly, and bluntly, and still maintain the interest of the audience without veering into the territory of silly shock tactics and embarrassing people, including those you work with who have made the decision to give you a platform. Sincere apologies to all involved, essentially those whose names were needlessly muddied. Billy. Okay. So Brad Shepard put this story out about how Britt Baker was a swinger. Mm-hmm. And with Christian, other times with Christian, and then also um, there were there were stories out about Coke parties and Coke Tony, which is a common thing across Twitter. Yeah, um, I heard other things about parties. I even spoke about them on K100 about the, the video gaming and how like you know the VPs didn't act like VPs and 
and Conan even agreed. Well, when it came out that uh, I'd been to AEW, Conan got a ton of heat to when it'd been seen on my account, which people are looking at. Um, Cody Rhodes, um, AW people. Would Conan X-Pac, get heat for? Getting me the ticket. Oh, how, how would anybody uh, even have know that that did that even happen? Has I've, that been said? Yeah, well, no, but it was, it was, it was, it was of because Conan requested comps. He wasn't there, so he needed him for somebody. I was there. They did the maths. I don't think he bothered like denying it, and there was basically like heat. Um, and they pulled up a whole load of um, previous tweets that were like sent to him, which AEW have been saving my tweets, and I was, wow. oh, and I'm, and I'm banned, and I was like banned from their shows without ever like wanting to go to their shows, like for tweets that I put out way, way, way before um, I even intended intended to go to the show. Mm-hmm. So essentially, um, when I got to the show, my tickets were not there. Because obviously, whoever they were, uh, my, my, my tickets were not there. So I thought, oh, something's happened already. But that wasn't the case because already they, they were saved. Um, somebody had, t- had um, asked for a different, asked for my friend's name instead. So there was already something going on at the start of the week where it's like, yeah, uh, that name you gave me, we, we're not going to go with that. So somebody there was actually looking after me or Conan or whoever. And it was switched up to... Um, you know, my buddy's name. I was already suspicious about things at that point. But I got in, watched it, everything was fine. And then I actually gave a positive review. Yeah, of you the enjoyed show the well. show. Like, you put it un- over. Un- unaided. But basically there was a shit ton of like heat on Conan about it. And he said, You need to look through um you, you need to like address these comments. And he goes like um if you uh, want to stand by them stand by them he goes but if it like if it leads to me um if it leads to tony pulling wrestlers um unless i get rid of you like for triple a which was obviously the main source of income mm. um, we're gonna have to part ways so i had a choice in this matter but essentially i don't make my choices based on work i make my choices based on like feeling mm. so already after being at AW and being around the hotel and whatnot. And there are other stories that I can share, but I won't, but I'll share this one. So we saw Britt Baker around the hotel and she was like on a phone, on a phone, on a phone. And then Adam Cole comes downstairs at about like 11 30, 12 o'clock, um, near 12 o'clock, basically to just have a drink. And, you know, I believe I don't, I can't read texts, but I believe she was, asking him to come down, come down, come down, like come drink with people, whatever. So uh, then I, my, my friend asked them as in the bar as, they, as the lights went on and, you know, there was no Coke party, the, the, the bar closed at midnight and he asked them if they could have a picture and they were like, yeah, sure, always like super nice, whatever. So I just get the vibe that that story is bullshit. Like it, and from speaking to some people, like from, uh, from who are more closer linked to AEW and whatnot, um, I, I I feel that that part of it is bullshit as well. Now, I don't know about the Coke party side of things, but also I don't, you know, I, I don't know it's not true, but I also don't know that it is, like mm-hmm. because I'm only going by the jokes. Now, if I'm supposed to be a factual, credible journalist, um, which I which I want to I want to be seen as, because I don't I, what I don't want to be is woke. I want to be right without being woke. That's the whole point. But I still need to be right. So I can't be just like spouting out, oh, coke parties or mm-hmm. oh, someone's a swinger or whatever, unless I actually fucking get it from somebody reliable. And Brad, Brad I know, has been right about things, but I can't just fucking take Brad's story sure. and run with it as fact unless I get it off my guys that have been, you know, serving me well, who are actual insiders. Now, he's a journalist who's not inside wrestling, who's using his own insiders who are not mine. And I'm using my insiders who are my insiders that have like led me to being, you know, have a, have given me a high percentage of correctness over the years. So essentially nobody I know who gives me news ever said there were Coke parties. Conan said there was partying and it was a little bit unprofessional and that was verified and it's been verified by, you know, even guys that work there, I know some people that wrestle there and, you know, previously or, or have done. Um, but ultimately, 
the coke partying and the swinging and the sex stuff hasn't been echoed. So I can't put it out there as fact and then want everybody to believe my other stories. Because look, there's a, there's a percentage of stories. There's some, there's some stories where you turn around and go, he's going to win. And then he does. And there's a percentage of stories being he's going to leave. And he does. Or he's injured. And he is. But there's a lot of middle ground there where you say, oh, this happened because of this. And this happened because of yeah. that. And it's very much no okay. Proof. Or this is going to happen. Because of this. Yeah. And there's no proof. And you want people to believe you. And But the thing that I do differently to those, like this Bray Wyatt story we're going to talk about later, is that I have it first. Before the shit hits the fan, we, we get from like um, Saturn and Sap and Meltzer. There's a lot of retrospective of, oh, this happened because... Well, why the fuck didn't you say before it happened then? Like, if you knew, because yeah. because it's like something happens, and then they got the whole story. They knew the whole time. You're a fucking reporter. You're a journalist. Not only that, you're paying people to tell them what's going on behind paywalls. So you owe it to people to give them the information first. I always give people the information first. I don't do retrospective stories i don't go oh well this happened sometimes yes okay you can make if something catches you completely out of the blue you can make a phone call and have it explained but i feel that my percentage of telling you some the shit's going to hit the fan first like i did with with bray recently um i don't even know if i did it on this show for free to be honest but i i I definitely did it behind the paywall um I, i i'm able to tell you when shit hits the fan first this guy's leaving this guy's this guy's winning you know, I, I I do it before it happens. I don't explain why somebody won. I explain why somebody's winning or losing. Yeah. Like before they. You got to call it so beforehand, this, otherwise this, you could just lie. Yeah. So, um, in in this instance, I have absolutely no problem making the retraction because number one, they fucking genuinely like nice people. Like you can meet people that are dicks, and these weren't dicks. Um, I know that. Um. I and mean, even there, if they there's were even dicks, a possibility. It doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> no, exactly. But but still, like the, there's there's a part of you that wants to sort of retract at that point. <laughs> and the second thing is as well that you know I may have been given a pass here, being in that bar, from from me supposedly being banned, and from me being sitting in that hotel and me having heat with AEW and sitting around thirty wrestlers and nobody punching me or approaching me or whatever, I may have been let slide in that situation. They may have been turned around and said, we know who that is, but fuck it, like, just leave it. So at the end of the day, like, I I can hold my hand up. I've done enough good stories to turn around and go, my sources in AEW are nowhere near my sources in WWE. It's a new company. I've never worked for them either. I have worked for the WWE. Um, you know, I, I've got, I, I've, I, was pr- pr- I was promoted by the same um, PR company for a while. And then I worked with the WWE, did those house shows, um, talked about some creative stuff with Pat Patterson. Um, then over the years, obviously, like fr- through the wrestlers, I've like hooked them up with things when they've come down to the UK, maintain a friendship with a lot of people, get my tickets sorted out. I have none of that AEW. Mm-hmm. So I'm not in a position to, if I get some information about contracts or things like that, um, I do have some people to to check it over with. But I'm not in a position really to confirm sex or orgy, sex parties or orgies or coke parties or anything like that. So I retracted it um, partly because Conan was getting heat and I still want to work there. Partly because like I didn't feel it was true. My gut told me it wasn't true. And mostly because nobody's ever told me that it was true that I trust. So that's why I took that's why I put this thing out. Okay, uh, going on to other things, and and uh, to cap that off, I, I respect that decision. That that's just uh, responsible journalism in my eyes. I think um, if you get it from your source, it's a different story than hearing it from another guy who has a source. But if I like, you don't know, I like, them, that. You I don't like know that guy. Them. I like that guy a lot. I had him on the show, but like he's yeah, he's, I totally. Like you know, he's, but I but I but I had to like, but you know, it's just a case of. He said it, and I just roll with it like it's facts. But it's it's like, um, yeah, it's 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 a bit. It's it's like running. It's like running with it. You know, we all believe uh, uh, at the it's moment. It's fun to hear it, of course. And you you wish it was yeah, true because we, it's a funny story. This is the thing. Like, as, as much as I believe in conspiracies, 
Um, I, 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 I don't know. It's a, it's a fact that the, um, it's, it's not enough for it to be a fact that the vaccines are killing everybody and, and all these things, but it's a conspiracy that I firmly believe in. With this AW sex party thing, the reason why it was so easy to put the statement is I don't even think that I believe it. I don't think anybody's fucking Britt Baker except Adam Cole. That's the gut feeling that I have. Just from watching her and watching him and just, yeah, I just I saw Britt Baker loads of times over that 48 hours and nah, I don't think so. Um, you decided to go to WrestleMania this year. Um, I know you were back and forth on it even as of uh, last week. On this show, um, you were on the fence and you were debating on it. Uh, what changed your mind? What's going on? Uh, I, I wanted to to see you, and and you're going to come out and drive down. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker, fucking, you had me I'm, on the fence I'm for going, so long. Go ahead. If I'm flying twelve, you can fucking drive four. Fuck, come on. <laughs> I love that um, the hours get and, shorter and shorter for me to drive there. It went from six to four. Go ahead. Uh, oh, okay. Um, but um, essentially, it, it's like it's like this. It's re- it's very um, straightforward, but also quite complicated in some ways. So, the straightforward side of it is is that no matter how good or bad it is, I'll I will feel. I know the feeling of watching it on TV. You have the fear um, of missing out. You have the classic fear of missing out. That's what the it's FOMO. Not, it's, not, it's not just that. It's like, it's a whole weekend and it's a trip and there will be people that are out there. And the thing is, is that I I have a son who already doesn't want to do a lot of stuff with me already. And it will, and it will begin to get, more and more like that our interests are 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 are, are, are you know becoming less um alike less common yeah less alike less common and um and yeah it's it's for me i i don't know how many of these we would do he's not um keeping up with the product he initially didn't want to go when the rock wasn't there um, we didn't have the allocated school days off to do it it's this is still going to be uh, him missing a couple of days of school by the way um and um and yeah it was just a very very expensive state and like with the with the poor card and me not really liking california with austin missing school and not really wanting to go uh, there were all the factors there to not go and the expensive ticket prices and whatnot and everything but it all started and began to snowball with um, me um, finding out that the, um, the the possibility was there to um, to get to get tickets. So I said to I reached out to someone and said, "Have you seen the secondary ticket market?" They're like, "Yeah." They're like, "Don't buy anything yet." I like they may get lower, or you may, or I may actually be able to get them for you if they if they need people to come in. So this all started with me just showing somebody because they're saying sell out, sell out, sell out, sell out. And I was having a conversation with someone and said, have you seen this map? And basically the map is all green. Mm-hmm. All green means that all the tickets are of a excellent value. Green means excellent, which means underface. Orange means um, means normal price, like average value, mm-hmm. which, is, which is face or slightly over. And red means um, you're overpaying for this. If you want to sit here, you can sit here, but you're overpaying for it. So... Um, this is on SeatGeek, and anybody can go and do their own research. Everything is available, and everything is under face value. Every seat is under face value. Okay, so you can you can have a look. So I, I mentioned that to someone, and they turned around and was like, "Going because it's always it's been over the years. I can get you anything, but I can't. But nobody can get you WrestleMania. We all get two tickets. That's what that's what it's always been the rule. Everybody mm-hmm. gets two. Um, when people have been in the main event and whatnot, they've been able to get four because other people have either given it to them or they've been given a special concession or whatever. But yeah, most of the time, everybody gets two. Uh, everyone gets two extra tickets for, for main. Everyone, no matter what you're doing on the show. So, um, and sometimes guys borrow off each other and, you know, you can get more, but mm-hmm. no, it's not usually the case. So um, for Mania anyway. So yeah, so that that's always been the rule and I've never got them. And I was told that, yeah, you might be able to get them. So, Immediately, I was more interested because I'll be paying a lot less for a ticket when I get there, or I'll be getting it for free. So then, you know, Austin's mind changed as well. He's like, "Oh, I do want to go." There's a Mario World, 
and I looked into this thing, and it's then it's like, yeah, it does exist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, is, it's is brand a, new. Is, Mario uh, World is brand new at Universal, yeah. And you yeah, do crazy so, shit. I, I, so I said, well, we weren't going to go Mario. We were going to go Disney. And he said to me, Disney's not Disney's worse over there. I said, what, they're in Florida? He said, yeah, they don't have this part. They don't have this part. They just have, like, the two parks. Like, Euro, it's the same as Euro Disney. And I went, well, Euro Disney's shit. It was like, yeah, I know. So but let's the leave Star it. Wars thing so it, would be, might, might be worth it. I've already done that in Florida. Oh, in Florida, the same. They got the Star Wars park, too? Same thing? So Florida got Florida got four parks for Jesus. Disney, and, and L.A. have got two. And Florida have got two parks for Universal, and LA have got one. Hmm. Florida have got Island of Adventure and Universal Studios, and uh, LA have just got Universal Studios, although it's slightly bigger. And Disney have got two parks in Anaheim, and in Florida they've got four. Basically, in Florida, Disney is a city, it's a Disney village. So it's just fucking, obviously, because it's a lot cheaper to build there and stuff, and they just, you know, just invade, just, just take over the whole place, Disney villages. So, um, so yeah, so we, once Disney was out of it and his preference became universal and it just became, okay, let's just go to one place for a few days and go to one park and watch the shows. The cost just like kept coming down and down. Not that cost ever really come into my thinking because I'm just like living and mm. I know that like the bills get paid, um, for me relatively built relatively comfortably. My, my, my my money gets wasted on habits, on on watching soccer, on on ordering f food, on fucking buying shit. I'm terrible. Like um, I'm, I'm always getting parcels every day. I buy yeah. something every fucking day. I'm terrible like shopper. So my, my my habits are the reason, not my bills. So I, I always know my my bread my bread and butter gets covered. So. This is a, this is like an accumulator. It's like a parlay, like you know, a sports a sports betting parlay. Things just started to get ticked off. WrestleMania might get free tickets. It's not as expensive. Uh, my mate Oliver's like going out there. Uh, Conan, who I work for, is inducting Rey Mysterio, who was who has got me loads of tickets. So Rey's going in. Conan's putting him in. I'll go out there and see Conan. Go out there and see you. Go out there and see Ollie. Won't pay that much for tickets. Only go for four days. Austin doesn't want to go to Disney anymore. Austin wants to go wants to go to America. It's just all started to pile up and it just ultimately came down to, yeah, there's loads of reasons to add to the main reason, which is that horrible, like, WrestleMania today and I'm not going. Why am I not going? <laughs> Justification was, oh, it's 36. It's a pandemic. No one's going. 37. We're not allowed in the country yet. 38. Mm -hmm. I'm not vaccinated um, because that was the thing at 38. 39. There's no reason. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the card being shit still, but it's still a holiday, and it ultimately comes. And when the card's being shit, when you assess the card being shit, you you say, "Is this worth paying for?" Like, uh, but you know, when you when when people that think about money, they think about how you know it's going to financially strain you. Like going to the U.S. and spending a couple couple hundred uh, a couple of thousand dollars is not or pounds or whatever is not is not going to strain me. Um, if anything, like leading up to that, I'll 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 eat better. I'll buy. I'll go out and buy more food. I'll order less shit, and everything will balance out. So yeah, it's just like it'll be good. It'll be fine. I'll go out there. Um, I'd love to see Cody Rhodes lose because I'd really enjoy that and being around people. And I think that would give me a huge thrill, make the whole thing worth it. And some of these matches will be good. Um, if they can get Austin there, it'd be great. But like, yeah, I'm not pumped about it and I'm not going to change my tune. Like, I got this, you know, some people think I said AEW was good because I went. No, AEW is good because it's good. I've never done that. I've been to shows. I spent loads of money. You can't get raped more for money than going to WrestleMania in either New York or California. They're the worst states in the, in the USA. Like you, that, that, that's where you don't want WrestleMania to be. New Orleans, um, New Orleans, Detroit, like give it to me anywhere except California or New York because that's where you're going to get hurt. And I went to WrestleMania 35 and I thought it was awful. Um, it was seven hours. Yeah. Like I wanted it. I wanted it to be done so bad. I was like fucking end this shit. <laughs> like, and you know, I'd sit. I, I, I wasn't into, I wasn't into Kofi Kingston. I wasn't into the women main eventing. So I've been to a card that I didn't like. And then I watched it and it wasn't good. So I've done that. And I went and I've been on podcasts and said that I didn't want to go. 
I went and I didn't like it. So that's it's nothing about and and you won't hear me changing my tune. This suddenly this card ain't going to be good. Well, like this, you're not going to hear me say it's suddenly good. But what you will hear me say is if the show, if the matches were good or bad, like it, you know, from an honest perspective. Well, piggybacking off of that, do you think the whole mania and then followed by it's Puerto Rico, it's Saudi Arabia, it's London. This is all after mania. Do you think this is like they watering down mania on purpose because all these other big time events are coming up because in my mind, when they're going to these other spots like London and, and, and Saudi and Puerto Rico, they're so excited to have anything there. I don't think you need to give them much. Like why water down this here when over there, it's the whole thing about giving somebody a cracker with that starving. They're going to find it to be fantastic because those crowds are going to be up no matter what. Yeah, I guess so. But it's like with, with Saudi, there's obviously an obligation there to put everybody on. So if you put everybody on, it's automatically good. Like Because you, you can't go, okay, Roman's going, so let's have him defend the belt against Montez Ford. Like you can't. Yeah. Like you, you, have to have, you have to have things in place. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to be the Cody rematch because obviously – the thing is, the issue I have is that, you know, if you've decided to do the Roman retention, that's great because I'm going to WrestleMania. But obviously, <laughs> Roman Reigns being Roman Reigns being on nine on day number nine hundred and ninety nine and facing Cody in the rematch to get to a thousand is bigger. Is a bigger match than this one, which feels ethically. Incorrect. I'm not into the whole, and this isn't because. Would that's oh, what it Saudi. would land on? It would land on 999 yeah. in Saudi. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Jeez, I wonder if they even know it. Half the time, they don't know these things. Well, there's a lot of talk about him approaching a thousand days, and I just feel that they do know. Mm. But ultimately, that makes it feel better. And and when I say ethically. I don't want people to think, oh, what, oh, because it's Saudi, blood money. No, 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 no. Ethically, because this is your biggest show. You charge the most yeah. for it. Yeah. Like, you, you charge people a fortune for it. It's your legacy, the, the WrestleMania moment, Showcase Immortals, Hogan Andre, all of that, right? Yeah. So you can't then give it to Saudi because they're paying more. I don't care about what they did, their human rights and all that. Don't, don't care. I just, I don't live there. It's none of my business. Don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the same it, with the golf but, tours but, over there. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't care. Um, but I do care that, you know, that you're, do, that you're selling out to that point where it's like, you can't, WrestleMania to me is more important than human rights. Um, in this, in this, <laughs> it, as far as, as far as, as far as WWE goes, in terms of when I'm looking at what WrestleMania means, <laughs> If WrestleMania, if WrestleMania, if WrestleMania, if you're deciding that we're going to make WrestleMania mean less for these people and their and their money, then that's then that wherever it came from, like doesn't matter. But 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 you shouldn't be selling WrestleMania out. There's things that you can sell out, yeah, hundred percent. But you can't like damage the, the reputation of WrestleMania. And they've done this before. They've done this before. They've had Saudi cards. Um, the after WrestleMania 34 and other events where they feel bigger throughout the year, we've had Saudi cars that come after SummerSlam that feel bigger. Um, I remember we had the Raw Rumble, the normal Raw Rumble, and we had the greatest Raw yeah. Rumble for them, which wasn't which wasn't at all, but it was a bit <laughs> of a slap in the face. Maybe it was to, maybe it was, maybe it was to to con them just to test how dumb they were. Yeah, how many days has uh, um, Braun held that belt? He's got the record, right? Exactly, um, but but ultimately, yeah, I, I I do think they are watering down mania. I do think they're looking ahead and going, okay, what can we do at Puerto Rico? I mean, would people be happy with the Usos and Roman Reigns versus Cody Owens and Sammy and a six man tag? That that, that works. could be a main event. Um, Roman could maybe get pinned in that, and then you get back to Cody because Cody pinned him, and they could say that's one one. And he keeps the belt, and then you go to Saudi at nine hundred ninety-nine again. So you should book. You're tied at one. You should book. That's that's pretty fucking good. That's pretty good because it would be it would be major if Roman got pinned, even if it wasn't for the title. Because they always say last time he was pinned was you know so long ago. That's pretty good. 
And I think, like, you know, if you really want to sort of, um, you, you know, kill, like, sort of um, sort of cater to both sides of things where the bloodline is drawing the most money, but you want to split up these belts, you want to have a champion in, just have Roman say, I'll give you another shot, but you need to pick one title because I already beat you. I already um. beat you, and and now, like, you don't get to come, you don't get to go for both again. You need to choose. So just just like they they should do at WrestleMania, where Owens or Sammy will probably choose one set of belts, so the Usos will probably still have a championship coming out of WrestleMania, I would assume, because they've been defending the belts. Hmm. Um, they, they've been saying Raw and SmackDown and Raw and SmackDown um, defenses on different shows. Yeah. They've been saying Raw tag team title defense. And so I imagine that Sammy and Kevin win one belt, one set of belts. We do the split there. And I imagine... At, no, at day number 900. But then, in saying that, as I'm, as I'm hearing myself say it, 999 doesn't mean anything then because he can only win one belt that, and he'll get to 999 anyway. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, that idea doesn't work. Um, so, maybe he just beats Cody twice, um, but does it under very, very like controversial like circumstances. Like I, I don't know where you can where you can go with it but but yeah i think uh, i think i think i I think i think just just looking ahead short term i think you do need to get up to 999 and i think that puerto rico saudi arabia and london are expecting roman and i don't see like a title free a titleless storyline for roman it's illogical to to have him on these shows without the belt so yeah, I think I don't know what the order is. I wrote it down in the notes as Puerto Rico, Saudi, London, but it may be Puerto Rico, London, Saudi. I'm not sure. Um, more with uh, WrestleMania stuff. There is a big uh, disturbance going on, and that is with Bray Wyatt. Is he at this point a liability? What have you heard uh, with him and his? I don't know. What I don't even know if you would call it a holdout or. He's not happy with the storyline. What is the issue anyway? Do you know anything more? Yeah, I know the whole story. Uh, but the whole story is on the dirtysheets.com. Um, so if you want the story in full and um, full chronological order in terms of why Vince fired him, why he was gonna eat, why he was almost fired before the fiend even started. So he was almost fired before the fiend started, then they decided to bring him back. Then they let him do the fiend. It was like, you know, no lose because he only had about six months left. Fiend worked, signed a deal, signed a big deal to stay. Um, and then from from that point onwards, um, some issues began with, um, with Bray Wyatt in terms of mental health and wanting time off and not wanting to do things. So all of that story is there. With him coming back, it's a very simple situation. Um, he has not he broke into the top five merchandise sellers initially, but has not stayed there. This is a guy that used to be number one as the fiend. When you're looking at masks, plastic, rubber, um, t-shirts, all puppets, all that stuff he had, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not, it's not shifting anymore. The the new stuff's not shifting anymore. So this is an issue for WWE. He's also not a ratings draw. He's also not a YouTube draw, which used to be his big thing. Firefly Funhouse, number one, every time on YouTube throughout 2019 and, and 2020. So the issue is essentially that it's that it's not the same person, but yet you hired him for more money, a tour bus, a reduced schedule and creative control. So this is a big mistake by, by triple H when you look at the, the metrics and that, that that's where we're at. So this is where, it's a debatable topic whether Vince is in creative, uh, involved in creative or not because is Vince involved in creative if he turns around and says, we need to get more value for money out of this guy and um, ultimately we need to get back to The Fiend. Now, the reason he walked out was partly due to that but also due to the fact that Brock Lesnar didn't want to work with him because, and get this, this is how I got this story, like the the main, the, 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 the podcast... Um, on the datasheets.com is much better because it's more in depth. Mm-hmm. But the way I got this crazy. So I had guys from WWE production um, 
some some guys that were um, working putting the show together and stuff not creative but but production um asking me why there was no betting line for bray wyatt and bobby lashley and i said because there's no match on wwe.com i said the book the, the betting shops um only release um betting lines to correspond with matches that are official they don't just guess matches that are going to be made. They went, even even if it looks obvious on TV, they were like, "Well, we need to like get down on this uh, uh, immediately as soon as it happens because um, Bray's not winning, and Bray's going to be a massive favorite in this match. What do you think he's going to be?" And I said, "Well, probably minus four hundred, minus five hundred, meaning that you'll get three to one or four to one on Lashley." They're like, "Oh my god, that's amazing! Like we can't wait till it gets made." So this is how I found out about a story. So I said, "How is why is he losing?" They said, "Well, because it's his story. Um, it was supposed to be Brock. It was teased in the QR code videos at the start of the um, return. You could see there were little hints of Brock Lesnar, and Bray Wyatt wanted Brock Lesnar to beat the fuck out of him so that he could unleash unleash that demon that he's holding inside. Hmm. That was what was supposed to happen. So he wanted a the best, the best person who could give him a beating. Yeah. Um, obviously, someone to that was so convincing that the um, that the Uncle Howdy that he caved into Uncle Howdy and released the demon. That was what's supposed to happen. Okay, sounds so good to me. Brock didn't, Brock didn't want to do it. So Brock said, "So he's got. So here are the two problems. Brock didn't want to do it. Uh, he said he didn't want to work with him." And that's why he ended up with Olmos, which was Brock's choice. And then they said, okay, well, Bobby Lashley, we've kept him strong. He's as strong as Brock right now. He'll do it. But Bray Wyatt does not see Bobby Lashley like that. So he had the booby face and asked for um, the week off because he was he needed some time to um, mentally get over that. Uh, which is ironic because Bliss is out. She's mentally breaking down. Is and, that why um, she's gone? So she's got a mental issue? Yeah, they all they both do it, and so and Sasha used to do it too. <laughs> so, um, so essentially, he had the booby face, and then it got worse for him because this is when Vince is on the scene, and it was the worst week to miss because Vince is back, and Hunter's like, "Oh, Bray's not here because he's upset that he's <laughs> working with that he's working with Lashley instead of Brock." At which point. You know the, the the direction of the story was was stated to Vince, and he was like, "Oh, he's like, okay, if that's the case, this is the perfect opportunity to bring back the fiend. Instead of bringing back this demon or whatever the new character was going to be that Brock unleashed, Vince just wanted to go back to it being the fiend, which is the last thing that Bray wanted, because Vince was like, "Oh, fuck it, if we're doing this, and it's going to unleash." Um, him to return to a new uh, return to um, he's just going to if it's going to be the reason he becomes uh, unleashes an aggressive character we want that character to be the one who sold a, you know a thousand masks rubber plastic $360 belts t-shirts toys puppets mm -hmm. everything that's what we want and that's why slowly we've been seeing like over the previous weeks was the reintroduction of the Firefly Funhouse and all these things because Vince does have whether it be creative, I I would debate it's, it's creative. I would say there's a financial investment involved when you're paying somebody $3 million a year. I would say that becomes a financial burden, which he is involved in. So that's now why he, upon finding out that that was the direction they were going in, he no-showed Madison Square Garden, which was an agreed date for him to come back from his mental health break. So that's where we're at. So nobody knows if he's doing the match now or not. If he does do it, it's supposed to be he gets squashed by Lashley. Hmm. And Uncle Howdy's basically going to say, are you ready now to do this? And they, and now it looks like it will be The Fiend. It may end up still being this demon because it's WrestleMania time and you may need to put your arm around this guy, kiss, cuddle him, massage his ego, and give him something. But I don't think so. Like... I, I think God. they're pretty much done with, done with his, like, crying. Hmm. Well, there is another show for everybody with 
Lots of information. We always bring it to you on Friday. Where do they go for you to get that kind of uh, info? Because you had this, you, you said you have a lot more detail and everything on um, your site. Where is this that people can go? Yeah, so there's a really good podcast about this. There's a chronological breakdown of everything that happened with Bray, uh, why he almost got fired before, how the Fiend was like the last roll of the dice, how what contract he got afterwards, why he got fired, what's going on now in, in more detail, what was promised, what what's ended up happening. Um, yeah, it's all over the dirtysheets.com. The week before that, we had a really big report about the state of WrestleMania matches and the direction of things. A lot of it, as, as per usual at this time of year is all coming to fruition um you know one thing you know people are very quick like they see stuff on tv it's like you're wrong you're wrong like ronda's not even on wrestlemania she is in she is in wrestlemania she is in a tag team with Shayna baszler she will eventually win the tag titles just don't doubt it just 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 what just sit back and watch in billy we trust we, we gotta wait for it Exactly, like it's like fucking. It's we got it's weeks like away there's still. Years, there's there's years and years and years and years and years of things being right, but it's like people are still sitting there doing the whole wrong thing. It's like I always say, say I'm a say I'm a piece of shit. Say I'm like a homophobe, transphobe, <laughs> racist, horrible person, sexist, all this stuff. I'll take, I'll take that. It's fine. I don't care. You can find. You're all little examples of that. I mean, I'm none of those things, by the way. In I'm only those things by the new standards of 2023. But the the standards that I, see, I've not I've not moved into 2023. I <laughs> I still live in I still live in the rules of between 2000 and 2010, the better time. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not leaving I'm not leaving those noughties. I I'm not changing my rules. You you guys change rules, but I didn't. So I'm still living. In the in in uh, I'm still living in under normal rules, um, as far as I'm concerned. Well, we're looking forward to a Ron uh, DeSantis or Trump government, so we can fucking normalize these these can go back to a normal life It'll again. Never we go should back be hoping for it. It doesn't matter. Listen, one of them two are gonna <laughs> one of those two is win. I mean, I mean, but what's like DeSantis today is getting shit because he's fucking these all these trannies in court going, oh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> And I'm like, good. So, uh, well, his his new yeah, thing uh, is that he said, "Oh, it's a minor conflict in Ukraine." <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! It's just there's such stupid it, shit that gets said. It's like, oh, fuck. Okay. No, it is a minor conflict. Oh, that's so a minor nothing, conflict. Over there. <laughs> All those missiles flying around. Yeah, you know, it's like a traffic oh, really? that's stop. Oh, that's that's why the guy did a photo shoot for OK Magazine in the middle of a war. It's so it's so big. It's such a big war. Uh, it's nothing going on there. Um, so, the Santa's all way. Well, I mean, I would prefer him to win than than Trump, but Trump's not going to fuck off. Like, so I think that I mean, he he would be taken more seriously, I think, than than Trump because I think obviously, like, yeah, with his Trump, it's he's like ex properly. If, if, right? if it's Trump, yeah, if it's Trump, but you like him, you're like. The problem is, it's like, oh, you're those people. You're on this side. You're a crazy, like, yeah. It turns into a crazy hillbilly, hillbilly racist. Like, I think with the Santos, the Santos is a lot calmer, yeah, uh, and whatnot. So, yeah, that would be better. But anyway, there's no politics on the DirtySheets.com, but like, <laughs> there is lots of wrestling news. Um, and if you want to get those betting picks, uh, LockBetting.com. Uh, just went six and zero oh with Europa League and Champions League futures. Um, the guys I use for the March Madness are one of the only guys I've seen are actually fucking making some money because um, I'm seeing these other guys getting absolutely murdered and um, we are not getting murdered on my service because I, I hire people to do um, those things very carefully. I'm sure so, you yeah, lost the um, Arizona one. You had to have. Uh, Arizona was like number two or something like that. Yeah, but I didn't have that. I didn't have that money line, did I? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I was gonna say. I mean, the, everybody the, picked fucking Arizona. The spread was fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but we don't do brackets. We don't do brackets, do we? we do bets? Like we do individual bets, Just don't individual. we? Yeah, like, well, what well, we do, we don't. Um, we we do spreads, don't we? But like, not yeah. not everybody had Arizona minus fourteen. I think we did have Arizona minus fourteen, but I don't think we had it for as much as the winners we had yesterday. Our big bets yesterday were Duke and Arkansas. 
but we yeah we did we did have Arizona minus fourteen, but it was a half unit play. Um, Duke was a one point two unit play, and Arkansas was a one unit play. So yeah, we did we did really well yesterday um, on that. So yeah, the uh, lockbetting.com. If you want to do your research, the Twitter account is at lockbetting.com. The pin tweet is the PL from the previous month. Wrestling is at K100 and former. Um, lots of engagement there now, um, so make sure you check it out. And um, Miss Lingus, I have in my notes, and I have no tick next to it, so I'm going to let you let you do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the betting. I, I wanted to preview it a little bit with odds and everything, but I guess there'll still be time next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll still done, have next it? week because it's the following week that's the uh, reveal on on uh, Lingus Mafia podcast, where every year we have the Miss Lingus. Uh, brackets, and I think this is like the sixth year, seventh year, something like that. And um, we do it every year. Next year is going to be enormous. We're gonna, uh, Billy, we're gonna promote this like Rock versus Cena one year in advance, and we're gonna get this thing fucking enormous. Uh, we're gonna have a website that is taking tallies, so no one could see who's winning from anything, because that's the biggest problem. We mail out ballots that are all ghost ballots, a lot of ghost ballots on there, so you don't know who's going against but who. Really, it's a shame because I tell you why. Because this year is the most interesting year that you've done it so far, and I and I wish there were more people voting. Simply because I think it's the big test of the question I've been asking for a long time, which has been. Do you go solely on looks? Mm-hmm. Because without spoiling next week's preview, uh, there's one woman to me at the moment who looks-wise stands out above mm-hmm. everybody else, like just by a mile. She's just fucking phenomenal to look at. Or are you swayed by personality, character, TV time? Are you in love with Liv Morgan, that little girl thing? Like you just, like, you know, does that, do you just want to like, you know, are you just, yeah. are you just, are you just into, are you just, are you just into live? Have she grown on you? Are you a live fan? Are you an Alexa fan? Do you vote that way? Or do you just think, oh fuck, she's hot, bang. Like it'll be a I, good I, discussion this, next week because I have a lot of, I have a lot of theories on all of that and on how I vote. I'll tell you how I do it too. Um, because a lot of that all plays into the voting. Uh, I'll, I'll say from get go, all, look at his, all book, of look it. at his, look at his, um, Look at this booking we're doing because we got the Lingus preview next week. And then the week after, obviously, takes care of itself. It's mm-hmm. the WrestleMania preview. But I'll tell you guys uh, ahead of time, that one is going to be out on Thursday, not Friday. Because Friday, I'm at SmackDown and Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So that will be released on um, the 28th of March, the full WrestleMania preview with betting lines will be released on the 28th of March. But yeah, next Friday as usual and it will start with the um with the preview yeah okay uh all my stuff go to at lingus mafia that is on twitter that is on tiktok really check out the tiktok it's some fun stuff over there that we uh, always put out and uh even type into youtube we give the first 15 minutes of the show away for free over there uh there's the free bird stuff on any podcast form you go to type in lingus mafia or if you want full shows bonus shows such as the 32 Days of Lingus, where you get a review of all of the WrestleManias, up to 32, um, all the Royal Rumbles from up until last year, and, uh, God, we're doing Saturday Night Main Event uh, this year. So that's been rough to get into until it starts to get a little hot because the earlier uh, Saturday Night Main Events are rough. Uh, I got to watch Uncle Elmer fucking get married. So one, one last thing I wanted to add, because we didn't really do anything from this week's wrestling, but the one, because I didn't think in WWE's part, they really advanced much this week. It was mm-hmm. kind of just as is. Yeah. But one thing I said, and I just want you to sort of echo it, because what's crazy now is that obviously I've been very critical of AEW, and then I went to the show, and I liked that show, and people suddenly have been like, oh, are you getting paid now? Is that why you went? Like, is <laughs> No. I did not get paid. Uh, if you actually stop with your selective, um, you know, handpicking of what I said, I immediately criticized Dynamite last week and said that it lost a lot of momentum. Then this week, after criticizing last week's Dynamite, I said this week's Dynamite was the Dynamite that last week should have been. Mm-hmm. Again, it was straight back to, oh, well, you're just constantly praising AEW. No, good pay-per-view, bad Dynamite, good dynamite um but did you not think that 
that they lost momentum, should not have like kept things back. And this week's show had two or three of the best segments of the week. I felt like the MJF pillars thing at the start was was really good. I felt like the um, the, the 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 Jade thing was was done decent. And you might even disagree with this. I think finally, like I think the Page Tony Ruby thing um, was actually decent. I think they might actually be good now. I thought they were good. I laughed at uh, Paige got fined and in trouble for saying stinky twats, and they were told not to call the fans fat anymore. It's not twats. This is what I. This is again. I said to Conan, "Do you have the word twat?" And he went, "Yeah, we have the word yeah. twat. We we say it's twat, but it's not twat. It's twat. T W A T, and it means T W A T. It means like twat. pussy. Yes, yes. That's that's what it is. Twat. Twat. Twat is pussy. Twat. twat. Yeah, we say twat. We say twat, not twat. I mean, potato, potato. What the fuck? What's the difference? Because a twat means something else. What's a twat? Twat, T-W-A. An idiot. Fucking twat. (laughs) Like a moron. (laughs) Over here, twat, twat, any way you say it, but it's T-W-A-T, and it's just pronounced differently, I guess, because nobody's spelling it any different if they're calling someone a twat here. If anyone's called a twat here, it's just... A slang for pussy. So when she That's said you bunch That's of smelly twats, you know, I fucking and I get that twats also dummy too at the same time. You know, I mean I, I could see that in it. But she said, but, but she said twats, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. I laugh because she fucking she uh she popped fucking Tony and then said, Go ahead and talk. <laughs> I was like shit, she's in the middle of laughing. And then she went cut. And then she went, calm down, fat people. <laughs> I, I, I said on my show, I go, hey, not too long ago, Vince McMahon made you lose weight. So, <laughs> you know. That's true. That's true. But she's kept it off, which yeah. is the hardest thing to do. It is. It's easy to get it down. It's hard to keep it on because now you have to go have bratwurst. Anyway, that's it for our show. Uh, Patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia for all of my extra bonus nonsense. We will be back next week and we will run down the odds for Miss Lingus 2023. And one last thing, guys. On this this feed, keep an eye out because I'm dropping a bonus show at the start of the week. Monday, Tuesday. And um, it's going to be... I don't know what it's going to be called, but it's going to be about black wrestling. Um, I may just call it that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Instead of Billy in the car, I'm getting, I'm getting, it's going to be Billy in the slave quarters. It's uh, yeah, I'm getting annoyed with this um, with this um, kind of this, this this thing that I see on Twitter. Anytime it's not like um, enough black people with the belts or enough <laughs> black people in prominent positions in a main event. You have the same people crying. There's this idiot, Will Washington, who uh, who was on Fightful, and he's just fucking unbearable and literally produced a pie chart and graphs about <laughs> the minutes. The, he, com- he, he took three months to compile the oh number of minutes black people were on TV. It's the saddest fucking shit <sighs> ever. So You know, everybody I, I, wants I to be to equal, but if you just... If there was no colors with any of these people and... They just put who on TV, who had the talent and who they wanted to push and who they did this and that. That's that. It's 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 more racist to say, oh, he's black. I need to give him more time on TV. It's retarded. It's if they're fucking value and they like the guy and they're pushing a guy and doing a storyline with the guy. That's the that's it. It doesn't matter what the fuck color the motherfucker is. It's so fucking dumb. It's like, oh. Now you yeah. have to put him on because he's black. I'm like, that makes it fucking worse. That makes it way fucking so worse. I, I'm not going to add anything because I have a show to do anyway, and it'll only be 10, 12 minutes anyway, yeah. so I'll wait and let it be. But I, I, I have things to things to say. Billy will be on here. So, all right, I'm Kev. He's Billy. We'll see you next week. <laughs>